Welcome to the New School of Marketing podcast, the place for smart, simple strategies that will amplify your business results. Sharing practical tips, insider knowledge and actionable advice because marketing is something that every business owner can do. Now, let's get started. Introducing your host, Bianca McKenzie, mum, lover of snow sports, camping, horse riding and in-demand launch strategist and Facebook advertising knowledge bank. Welcome to the new School of Marketing podcast. Well, podcasting with a baby is definitely interesting. I'm sitting here recording this with a sleeping baby on my lap and hoping that he'll actually sleep long enough to get through this episode. The past few weeks have been a blur and bliss. I'm really enjoying my time with baby Jacob and we're taking it just one day at a time, simply slowing down taking lots of naps, and we're having lots of cuddles as well. All right, each year I talk about or I write about mistakes and Facebook ads, and most of the time they're quite similar, like people keep making the same mistakes, to be honest, although I often don't see things as mistakes but rather as learning opportunities. Anyway, instead of looking at the mistakes that people usually make and repeating myself, I'm going to focus on what has changed with Facebook ads recently and where I see people going wrong right now. Number one is to use ads with intention. One of the things I still see people doing is boosting posts. And although it's really easy to do, it is not a strategic way to put money towards ads. Boosting posts doesn't offer you the level of detail and options that Ads Manager does which means that you're missing out on lots of opportunities. So boosting posts isn't using ads with intention, but rather a fingers crossed approach of flinging some dollars at Facebook ads. I'm all about using ads with intention and really coming up with a plan to reach your goal. And for most of us, that goal means to get sales. So how can you strategically use ads to guide your audience towards buying from you? Well, the answer to this question will be different for everyone as it comes down to knowing your audience and how they make purchase decisions. Some people will require lots of nurturing and hand-holding before they buy, so you'll require a longer funnel, whereas others will make snap decisions and purchase after only a few encounters with your brand. You will need to work out what the purchase journey looks like for your audience and create your ad strategy accordingly so that you are using ads with intention. Number two, fill your funnels. And this brings us to the second thing I often see people miss or they don't quite get it right. Again, you need to know your audience and create a journey for them from getting them to find your brand to then taking the steps towards purchasing from you. And this journey can be mapped out in steps. And in marketing terms, this would be your funnel. Hardly anyone goes from finding a brand to purchasing just two steps. It often takes much longer for someone to decide to buy. And that's why it's so important to fill your funnel with potential customers. And this, again, will look different for everyone, but most of the time it includes steps like um, ways to drive traffic and get people to discover your brand. And this can be through both organic and paid marketing. Also nurturing them so that they get to know you, your brand, your values, and why you're the perfect business to purchase from. 
And again, you can do this through organic and paid marketing, but also through email marketing. And another step could be making offers to them, which you can do through email marketing and organic and paid marketing. Funnels don't need to be complicated. In fact, I'm all for a simple funnel. It's really about how you get discovered by your audience and then take them on a journey to purchase from you. So knowing that it takes on average 7 to 12 touch points before someone purchases from you, using Facebook and Instagram ads as some of these touch points makes complete sense to me. So that's all about filling your funnels. Number three is expectations from a low budget. And this one isn't really a mistake, but rather a misconception. Facebook and Instagram ads aren't the holy grail of marketing. They are merely a tool in the toolbox. And when people complain about Facebook ads, I'm always keen to dive in deeper to see if they were really as bad for the business as you thought. Unfortunately, some people have unrealistic expectations when it comes to Facebook ads, and especially when we talk about budgets. You don't need a big budget for Facebook ads, but you also need to be realistic about your goals and what it takes. For example, if you're using ads to generate leads and you're only putting $10 per day towards ads and you're getting three leads per day, I would say that's realistic. But what I often see, though, is people complaining because they are only getting three leads per day. And a lower budget can get your results, but they won't happen fast. So if you want 100 leads per day, you need to first work out what the cost per lead is going to be for your business and then calculate how much money you need to invest to get that number of leads. So really expectations, like managing your expectations is really important, especially from a low budget. And I understand that a lot of us only have $10 a day, but we need to then be realistic what we can actually get with that $10 a day. And I would say three to four leads a day for $10 is actually pretty good. I know that we just want to speed it up. So managing expectations. Number four, tracking. So at the moment, it's actually quite tricky to track results in Facebook Ads Manager, mainly because Facebook can't track iOS devices anymore. So if someone on an iOS device has tracking disabled, Facebook won't be able to track their actions. So right now they're doing what they can to navigate that. And for some of it, they use statistical modeling, which means that they're making it up, which is obviously not right. So whatever you're seeing inside of Ads Manager needs to be taken well, not be taken at face value. I know that the majority of the time it's not actually right. So ads managers have had to upskill and use other methods of tracking, such as Google Analytics or specialized tracking software or going old school and track manually. And most of us actually use a combination of these methods. Before Apple turned the world upside down with their iOS 14 rollout, you'd hear every marketer say that to take your audience off the platform and onto your website. Like we would always say, get them to click, get them to go to your website, take them off Facebook, take them to your website. Whereas right now the advice is to keep them on the platform. So keep them on Facebook, keep them on Instagram, because as long as they stay on Facebook or Instagram, they're not affected by the iOS changes because Facebook in their app 
can keep tracking them. So engagement and video view campaigns are actually popular at the moment because you can use them to nurture your audience. You can build authority with it and mostly they keep the user on the platform. And then you can use that audience to create retargeting audiences in a more reliable way compared to relying on the pixel data that will likely be incomplete because a lot of people can't be tracked. So tracking is a little bit of, um, yeah, an issue at the moment, but hopefully things will get better. Facebook is working on new ways to track um, and work around this. And Google Analytics does a pretty good job as well. So it's not necessarily a mistake. It's just, yeah, it's not as transparent as it once was. And it makes it difficult, especially if you're new to Facebook ads and you're looking at the data and you're not really seeing any results for it. All right, number five, messaging and copy. This one is probably the most important and it goes hand in hand with knowing your audience. Facebook has removed and is currently removing lots of targeting options. And if you're familiar with Facebook ads, you'll know what I'm talking about and how frustrating it is. If you're not familiar with Facebook ads yet, move along as it won't really matter for you. You'll be able to start fresh with this tip. So because there are fewer niche targeting options available, it means that advertisers have to go broader. And one of the strong points of Facebook ads was that we could laser target specific audiences and niches. But with being limited, because they're taking a lot of the audiences away, we have to get super clear on our messaging and copy so that when you use a broader audience, your creative, including your copy, speaks to the right audience. So when it comes to Facebook ads in 2022, the strongest copywriter wins. As long as you know your audience, have a specific message and create copy that really speaks to them, you'll be able to still get results with your Facebook ads. And if you're keen to learn more about managing your Facebook ads, your own Facebook ads, or if you're looking to outsource your Facebook ads, please get in touch with me. I'll add a link to the show notes where you can find out more about my group programs, my VIP days, and my done-for-you options. This is what I do every day, and I love it. So get in touch. Cool. All right, that's it for this week. Thanks so much for joining me on the New School of Marketing podcast. I hope this episode was helpful, and I can't wait to share more marketing tips with you next week. If you're ready to take your business to the next level with Facebook and Instagram advertising, make sure you visit newschoolofmarketing.com to download practical free resources, plus subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. I can't wait to go on this journey with you. Until next time, take care and market your business every day. Music.